The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. Welcome to One Life Radio, everyone, and happy Furbulous Friday. This is Bernadette Villaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, and we are, and Marie Early, she's on the mic too, I almost forgot. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Jerry, Marie. (laughs) Hello, Bern. Hello. Hello, ladies. Marie, you going to say something? Are you afraid, Marie? Don't be afraid. Oh, is she talking? And she doesn't. Have, she's got that same headset on. I don't know. I've been, I've been fooling with the with the knobs. But you, we say something. You can't hear her, can you? No, not at all. That's so weird. Okay. Well, during each break, I'm going to go and grab my other set. I have a I have a mic just like mine with a stand and everything when we used to do live remotes. Uh, and so I got I've got all the equipment. I think I can I think I can fix it. We'll see. Excellent. <laughs> Bust out your wrench. <laughs> or we'll, maybe we'll figure it out at the break, because last time it worked, so I don't know what the heck is going on. But it's great to be here, as always. And as I said, it's Furbulous Friday here from One Life Radio. And this is the day that we really concentrate on doing good things, philanthropic things. And at the top of that list, of course, for me, is always animals, because they are so vulnerable. We do it with Maura Davies. She is the Vice President for Marketing and Communications at the SPCA. That is the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals of Texas. You can find Mora at simply spca.org or on Instagram at SPCA Textbook or Facebook. You can find her at SPCA of Texas Page, P-A-G-E. I know it's weird. We talk about it every time I say yeah. it. And Mora, <laughs> Happy New Year to you, sister. How are you doing? Happy New Year. You know, I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> good. Well, good. I think that's a good a good way to be, right? Yes, I think yes. so. Hi, Maura. <laughs> Hello. I'm just glad to be here with y'all today. And um, we added a new member of our family over the holiday season. And it's a fish. We have a fish. Wow. His, you his have a fish. Yes, oh, that's so cute. Who named he's it? Squishy. Um, well, my daughter, who's 12, named him. Um, and he... <laughs> Um, it's actually, this is, this will be good as part of what we're talking about today because, uh, he was a gift. We received a gift, an unexpected gift from a family member who was not in our household. So that's a good thing to talk about right there. But we have, of course, made a space. He has a lovely, he is a, um, veil tail beta and he is a beautiful blue. He has red fins in the front with white tips and he's a very patriotic fish. And his name, yeah, I mentioned his name is Squishy. He has a little, we got him a heater and he has a little cave and he has these special um, salt plants that he can use as hammocks. Does uh, he have any friends? You got one fish, no. shouldn't you have two fish or a blue fish or something? And how did you, and I have, to, I have to ask the obvious question because I have fish too. I have koi fish. I have, oh. actually have a koi pond in my home. And oh. I, I grew them from, uh, I got them at Walmart, like I'm talking 14 years ago. And I paid mm-hmm. 27 cents a piece for them. I'm sure the price has gone up, but, uh, and they're expensive to feed as they grow. They get bigger and bigger, but I think I've got like 20 down there right now. Some oh, of them cool. are as long as two and a half feet. There's some of them, uh, the, some I've got two original ones left, but, but my, what I was going to ask you, 
<laughs> how how do you tell if it's a boy fish or a girl fish? Oh well, it depends on the fish. Um, if I'm it's wearing a lipstick. Lot more... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. So with betas, it can be a lot easier because the males have these big, showy um, fins that it's called, what's it called, a beta flash? I, I'm, I'm a beginner beta. I have had fish before, but this is my first, no, oh. second beta. And it's been 20 years since I've had a beta. But um, Why do we I, even I have, have betas? Fish overdrive. I don't know. I, I have to ask that question. And well, I, th- I just think it's so cruel. And I'm going to call out Petco and PetSmart here. I know, I'm pretty sure they still sell them at Petco. Maybe not. I, maybe they've removed them. But uh, I just think it's so cruel. Know. They put them in those little jars and, you know, and they sit there for months. God knows how long they're there, right? And Actually, I'm sure. that's kind of reminiscent of their, um, like, natural... Uh, habitat. habitat. Yes. Really? Yeah, they live in they mud live. puddles. They're actually a brackish yeah. fish. Oh, okay. And they generally live in mud puddles. So when you put them mm-hmm. into those little tiny bowls with clean water, that's actually a somewhat bet, better a, environment. Wow. Interesting. Quite often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's very, why they're so territorial. That's why they flare up their fins when they see another one is because they live in these little tiny mud puddles. So if another guy comes along, then, you know, somebody's getting evicted. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, you yeah. know, I'm not surprised you know all that, Jerry, Mr. Sea Monkey Razor. You know? I love it. Sea <laughs> Monkey Husbander. Husbander. <laughs> uh, so are, is there any similarities between sea monkeys and beta fish? Uh, not a bit. Not a bit. Okay. <laughs> one is a true fish. One is a crustacean. Uh, okay. I Look just, at you. I just know that my fish needed a heater, and so a heater he has. Wow, that's, that's crazy stuff. It is, uh, you know, but, you know, you guys do so much incredible work at the SPCA, and it's always great to have Maura with us. Uh, and so, you know, let's talk about this today with New Year's resolutions for 2023, but for our pets, the pet New Year. So we all seem to make resolutions, right? All of us do in the new year for improving ourselves or our life or our relationships. But how important is it to include our pets in our resolutions, Maura? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, imperative, maybe, is my favorite word here. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but but if, it's a good time, even if you don't have to get creative. Your pets don't care if you say, I would like to get my pet six different pairs of booties this year. In fact, maybe they would say, no, please don't. Take that away. Uh, but just the, the, the basics can be really helpful. Make your New Year's, include your pet in your New Year's resolutions, and just make sure that you get your pet to get a veterinary checkup at least once. Um, and during the year, make sure your pet's vaccines are up to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you are regularly grooming your pet. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we can talk about, but your pet has needs too. And these are domesticated animals, humans domesticated long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they are family. So they are not able to walk to the store, drive, get stuff for themselves, pick up the phone and order stuff. Uh-huh. They can't. So you got to do it. got to make sure that they have what they need for, for their health and your whole family and whole communities happiness and health oh you know their own personal resolutions are going to be things like i resolve to eat more treats i resolve to sleep more i resolve to finally get that squirrel that's been bad mouthing me for the (laughs) oh my gosh i think i have the fattest finally going to chatter with those birds oh my gosh i think i have the fattest squirrels in texas You might. I I'm might. sure it's good living around oh, your place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, clean water in the bird baths and, you know, the squirrels get up there and I put out the bird seed that I get at Costco, uh, by the way. Uh, they have a good, they have so many good deals. They really do. You know that they even have health insurance now? Did you guys know no. that? 
Yes. They're offering health insurance for small and large companies. So maybe I may be switching that in 2023. But, uh, you know, to get back to our pets and get on focus, let's look at some of the resolutions that pet owners can make this year for their pets to be healthier and happier all year, Mira, uh, Mora. The first, <laughs> the first is more outdoor time. How much outdoor time do our pets need total each day, Mora? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? It's going to depend on your pet. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say dog. Um, Cats live longer, happier, healthier lives if they are indoors. I agree. I know a lot of cats out there that are indoor, outdoor. I've had even my mom tell me, oh, but he loves being outside talking Mm. about the cat. And you really got to be careful. If you live in an you area do. that has wildlife, coyotes, hawks, et cetera, your cat is in danger. Yeah. And lots of other dangers besides. So indoor kitties are going to live longer. So let's just focus on dogs here. So um, dogs, most dogs, most healthy adult dogs are going to enjoy a walk. Most, not all. Um, at once, twice a day, they like to get out, sniff the air, see the squirrels safely on a leash check their um, if you're out and about walking <laughs> exactly check their female um but if you you know and if you have the, if you have the space if your pets love it so many dogs love getting out and running i don't care if that's a backyard a fenced area whatever keeps them protected so they're not going to get in the street get hit by a car get lost um you know they they need that time and it's going to differ by pet so different dogs if they are the brachiocephalic the smush nose dogs like pugs and boxers and those kiddos uh, they they really don't need to get out and do a whole ton of exercise. They're going to be a lot more sedentary. And there are big dogs that have normal noses, scare quotes, um, who just like to hang out like and just chill. Um, I had a friend who had um, St. Bernard's, um, two of them for many, many years. And she was like, these dogs really, they like to walk some, but they'd rather be curled up in their beds or on my lap. Because, I mean, why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so if you have a puppy, younger dog, they're going to need more activity. So if that's throwing the ball around, some dogs are going to love a dog park. They might want to come with you to a dog-friendly patio, especially if we can get to nice weather that it's not either freezing or 1,000 degrees. Um, But, yeah, it just depends on your dog. And if you're ever in a quandary, you can reach out to your veterinarian to ask. Mm-hmm. Dog parks freak me out. I don't know why. Probably because mm-hmm. I've seen too many dog fights with all the animals I've rescued over the years and tried to, you know, keep them all, you know, happy on this property that I own. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, it freaks me out a, a lot. But, you know, I was just thinking as, as I was getting ready to say that, that at dog parks, they're in a new territory, right? And so mm-hmm. they are a little, um, what do I want to say? They're not, they're, not, they're not being territorial, right? So they're less right. likely to fight at a dog park mm-hmm. than they are if you bring... Because there's a wrong and a right way to introduce animals, correct? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, and some dogs are really comfortable in dog parks. And some dogs are going to say, no, thanks. I just like my people mm-hmm. or my person. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the, the, the second resolution is one that I've actually been struggle, struggling with with one of my foster dogs. I can't mm-hmm. keep a collar on her. I don't know why, how she keeps getting them off. This is the third one last night I put on her last uh-huh. night. And I, this morning it was missing again. I don't know how they're, and I switched from, you know, the little hooky ones to the stretchy uh-huh. ones I put on. It's so crazy. And I think the other foster dog, because they're, they're together in the back, I think she's uh-huh. pulling them off. I think she's pulling the collar off. And so, but, uh-huh. but, have, but having a pet on a collar or a collar on a pet is so darn important, Laura. So I've been stressing out about it a lot. Any suggestions mm-hmm. and why are collars so important? Can you tell our listeners, uh, uh, even yeah. if your pet is mostly inside? Because that's a big you know, mistake oh, that a yeah. lot of people make. Absolutely. Well, my cat is an indoor-only cat, and she always has her collar on. And the reason collars are important because they hold your pet's tags. 
Um, there, there, there are def- different tags that you'll need. You know, you, you need to make sure it is state law here in Texas and many other states to have your pets vaccinated against rabies. So that's one of the tags. Um, if your pet is microchipped, which also, and we'll talk about that in a second, but if your pet's microchipped, you have that, you have that microchip, ta- microchip tag. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the ID tag is incredibly important. So oh, yeah. I always recommend make sure you got your pet's name and at mm-hmm. least your cell phone number, if not an email yep. or whatever, whatever thing is attached to your hip, put that contact form on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a huge difference uh, for your pet to get back home. And people know, so you can tell from a distance, those collars are on, people can say, oh, that's somebody's baby for starters. Mm-hmm. And you can oh, yeah. close and try to find somebody. So my, my advice, though, on whether it's your dog taking off, because some dogs will chew off their own collars very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, some dogs, if they have a buddy, that other dog will chew it off, pull it off, whatever. It's, play. it's, a, it's a toy, right? Yeah. My dog Buy used to chew hunt. his collar off. I think yeah. he would, like, scratch or something, like, on his neck, and it would push yep. it up far enough. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he would get it. Into his mouth, and he would chew it off. And I had, like, you know, fabric ones. I had leather ones. Mm -hmm. I finally got one that either he got too old to chew it off or, I don't know, maybe that one was chew-proof. But Mm -hmm. I had a leather one, and he chewed through that sucker. Well, I I might have to put a a, a pet cube out there and figure out what the heck's going on because it's driving me a little crazy. It's a mystery. But, you know. Try yeah, no, it, and there are a lot it, of really comfortable harnesses out there. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. I have to go today and get one or order mm-hmm. one from Amazon or something. But it is important to have their pet collar on. And if you're like me, and if you foster, this is a tip. You may already know it, but if you don't, if you can't decide what, like, it, let's just say you get a dog, right, and you can't decide on the name, you should still get a an, an ID tag immediately. And what I do is I put on Sweet Boy or Sweet Girl or Sweetheart or Honey or Baby mm-hmm. with my phone number. And typically, mm-hmm. I don't even bring them home till they're microchipped. Because because, uh, you know, the chance of getting your dog back if it gets out and ends up in one of the shelters is very slim because there is such an oversaturation right now because of all of the shopping instead of adopting and just, uh, you know, dogs get out. And even when we do our best, sometimes they do. But uh, get that ID tag on your dog. It's very important. We're going to go for a quick break. And I think I figured out what I was doing. I think Marie's mic is live now. Marie, can you test it? Hello. There we go. (laughs) Hi, Mara. Hi, Marie. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can fix anything. All right. (laughs) I even was a plumber over the holidays. I I even had to fix a pipe (laughs) because mine busted. They froze during the freeze. But anyway, we'll be right back. Everybody stay tuned. More coming up with Maura Davies. You are listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. <laughs> In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The courage to face COVID-19, preventing hospitalization and death while battling the biopharmaceutical complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. 
That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. All right, everyone. (laughs) Happy Furbulous Fridays. You are listening to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Maura Davies, and Marie Early. Her mic is live, and we are here live doing live radio from Dallas, Texas. Feels so good. And, oh, my gosh, uh, so much to talk about. There really is. And you and all of us are going to talk about our New Year's resolutions as well. But before we do, we want to get back to understand, you know, or get get some some talking points out there that are really important about pet New Year's resolutions for 2023. I alluded to it just a couple of minutes ago before the break, but microchipping is next. How do we check if our pet is microchipped, Maura? Oh, that's a good one. It's super easy. All you need to do is take your dog to your veterinarian. Um, they can scan very easily for that chip. Um, there are these, it's kind of interesting on the nerdy animal welfare side of things. There are special scanners that can scan for any different kind of chip because there's a lot of different companies out there that make microchips. Mm-hmm. They actually sell a little device that you can scan your own dog on Amazon. Did mm-hmm. you know yep. that? Yep. Yeah. 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 I just I've made never... sure that when I took uh, Jack into the vet, as part of his visit to the vet before we left. It's like, can you wave your wand over that mm-hmm. and make sure it all still is working? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because no. they can move, those suckers. They can migrate in your pet depending on where they were inserted. Right. Yeah, if they weren't, yeah, mm-hmm. if they weren't, if, if it wasn't done correctly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so many of us human people, <laughs> human beings. Need to we, be microchipped? Burn. No, we don't. Well, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I, the, that's a tricky thing. When my kids were little, I was like, oh my gosh, you get so fearful about losing them or something happening, somebody kidnapping them. You know, I thought, but I don't think it's a good idea in general, you know, and, uh, but yeah, uh, technology. I love some technology. I was, I owned one of the first iPhones, uh, you know, when it first came out, uh, the, the, I was uh, very happy about it, but I think it's gone a little too far now, just a little bit. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind. You never know. But what I was going to say is losing weight is a is imperative, right? For all of us, for human beings and our pets, if they're overweight, because your health is your wealth, whether you're furry or not. And so let's talk about about, you know, how do we evaluate our pet's diet to make sure they're getting really good quality food and the right amount of calories and nutrients? This is also so important. You're so right, Bernadette. Um, So the I I can give you kind of a, a quick and dirty way to kind of tell, is your pet overweight? Are they right, the right weight? Are they underweight? Um, but I'm always going to go back to that. Ask your veterinarian because this is very much a layperson's uh, like easy way to check. If you gently touch your pet around the, the area of their rib cage and you run your, run your hand lightly over, if they're fluffy, you got to get your fingers in, you know, into the fluff. But if you can rub your, kind of rub their skin gently um, with a teeny bit of pressure mm-hmm. and you can't feel any ribs, chances are they're overweight. If you can feel ribs really, really easily, chances are they're underweight. And this is, like I said, just a broad generalization. So please do not, that is not medical advice. If you are concerned about your pet either way, underweight or overweight, please take them to your veterinarian for a full evaluation. Uh, and there's, there are so many different foods out there that are great for so many different animals. Um, you know, we, uh, we feed uh, Hill Science Diet in the shelter um, or uh, Health Pet Nutrition here at the SPCA of Texas. There's so many other great animal foods out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. And you just work with, your, work with your vet. Your veterinarian is going to tell you what's going to be best for your pet. If you have questions, ask. 
Yeah, and if you uh, back even you know I used to make dog food even when I had twelve dogs. Some, most of them were little though. I will say that when I used to rescue heavily when I was out on the streets every night. Um, <laughs> when I worked mm-hmm. our pizza business, <laughs> not doing, not working the Bless streets. You, Sounds a little. <laughs> 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 driving, just you know, driving around the streets of Dallas. There was a there was a lot of homeless people, not people, people Freudian slipped there. A lot of homeless animals. But anyway, I used to make my own dog food, and I would use like uh, chicken livers or a chicken, uh, you know, um, cook it up or chicken breast, and then I would put white rice in there or brown rice, and then bags of vegetables, and I'd make this big pot of it and keep it in the refrigerator. And every night I would give them each, you know, a scoop of it, and in the morning, and you know, sometimes I couldn't make it but if I only had one or two dogs I totally would do that again then you're mm-hmm. you can add eggs to it you can add olive oil you can you can there's so many things that you could add to it to make your pet healthy could you feel your dog's ribs though no <laughs> ne- I don't think I've the skinniest dog I've ever had is is a, is a, is I almost said Jiggy because Jiggy was a Jiggy was a rescue from the street he's the one that I oh gosh or was that Gino I get him mixed up uh but I, they were a rescue from back in the day, and uh, yeah, I have to say, Jiggy was pretty skinny when we when we found him. But I fattened him up eventually, but not too fat, you know. There's a, there's a balance, just like there is with people. You got to have a little meat on your bones. You can't be walking around all skinny, you know. You got to have a little meat on your bones. But same for dogs, right, Maura? Yes, yeah, and and different dogs, different ages, different cats. They're going to have different body types. Like I have a cat, Opal, who is oh, I don't even know what kind she's got medium hair and she's a tortoise shell. That's what I know about her. And she's wonderful, but she's super floofy. And so it's I actually have to get in there and pet her. And we, we have to focus on this when we're grooming her. And I use that opportunity uh, weekly when I'm grooming her just to kind of check her. Are you getting enough food, girly? Mm-hmm. You need to get you some supplements in there because she kind of tends on the skinny side of things because she's such a picky eater. <laughs> yeah, they can be really picky. But it's fun to even get creative, you know. I'm sure they get mm-hmm. sick of the same old kibble all the time. Oh, and, absolutely. And I, the, I used mm-hmm. to try and feed Jack a variety of things. He spent a lot of his life eating the same kibble every day. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. one day it dawned on me that, You've been eating the same stuff now for like yeah. a decade, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fix this. <laughs> and so Aww. we got a variety of treats and we were making him uh homemade dog food also. Yeah. And you- you, you know. can make great homemade treats, too, by just slicing up. Uh, you can slice up a sweet potato, put it on parchment mm-hmm. paper, 350 for like, you know, 30 minutes, get them nice and soft, and then let them air dry. Put a little, you know, a little bit of olive oil on there, avocado oil, and yeah, so they can get their omega-3s as well. There's so many things that you can do, and they absolutely love them, like really mm-hmm. love them. In fact, I've got some sweet potatoes I need to cook tonight to make some treats, and they really do appreciate it. And I mean, after all, think about all the joy and love. I mean, just, I love my animals so much, you know, they're just, they just add so much to our lives and our homes. And, Absolutely. and like you, you said at the beginning of the broadcast, uh, Maura, they're our family at the end of the day. Yes. They're just our family with some fur. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question though for Maura, for Mara. Mara, how do you put your dog or cat on a diet? So where are they don't really notice as much because my pets look mm-hmm. at me like I am starving them <laughs> if I cut their food back. And so... <laughs> And I feel yeah. so bad, and I end up giving them food. Yeah, so how and do pork we do chop. That? Pork chop got the oh. name from being a little porky, right? Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Well, but is there a way to to 
I guess low fat food or whatever, or I mean diet no. food. Yes. What do we? Yeah. Do? There's yeah. There's several things. That's a great question. There's several things that you could try that people could try. Um, there are some special formulations of foods, uh, pet foods that are specifically formulated for weight loss for pets. That can be a really great option. Um, probably the easiest way to explain that is that it's it maybe can be the same volume of food, but of fewer calories, but then you've got to make sure that you're looking at uh, portion size and making sure that your pet gets the right portion size for their breed, for their age, for their um, uh, like body type, where they are. Are they, you know, do they has, you know, do they need to lose weight? Are they trying to gain weight? Where are they? So it can be really confusing, but that's one way to do it. Um, another way that's really, really hard, uh, and this may not work for everybody, but um, you know, there's some animals who free feed and some animals who eat once or twice a day. Um, if you have a pet that free feeds and they're overweight, you can try picking up their food after a period of time. Um, you Just can, don't let them you know, see give, you do it. Yeah. Sure. And then you have the puppy dog eyes and it can be really hard for the person in the pet. But after you get through that period, you get them reached and there, there's a way to do it slowly. So, you know, maybe it's not every single meal. Maybe you start yeah. breakfast every couple of days and you start mm-hmm. just slowly acclimating them. But if you have any other questions about like food amounts and all that, um, seriously, veterinarians are an amazing resource because they can tell you absolutely here's this and here's this. You can try this and just a couple of ideas though. Yeah. And yeah. This Thanks. is something that uh, I did not know wasn't common knowledge until I didn't know it. Uh, mm-hmm. And especially, you know, anytime you're feeding your dog, uh, you know, uh, pre-made dog food, but especially when they're on a diet, you want to feed them, you know, it's got it, uh, how much you feed them according to their weight. You want mm-hmm. to feed them the amount of the weight that you want them to be, not the amount of weight that they are. Yeah, that's a great point, Jerry. Thank you for saying it that way. That mm-hmm. is clear as a bell. Yeah, it is. I free feed all my dogs. I let them, you know, if they get a little chubby or, you know, I don't know. I think the most important thing is that they, number one, they get love and attention and then the food and, of course, good, clean water. And you got to clean mm-hmm. your bowls out. You know, you can't just be that person that has nasty bowls all the time. Yeah, they get that yeah. weird uh, that, that, slimy yeah. fungusy stuff around here. You know what? Autumn Connolly knows the trick to that. And she, I forgot what she told me years ago. I just, you know, I pick them all up typically um, every other day or every day, depending upon, you know, what's going on. Sometimes they stay a little cleaner, but I free feed all my dogs. I have to because I have so many. Um, but she- Oh, oh, well, looks like we lost burn. Oh, dear. Um, all right. We're going to go to break. I'm going to twiddle some knobs. Folks, you're listening to One Life Radio. We'll be right back. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. This is Alec Baldwin. There are lots of ways to show you have style. Wearing fur isn't one of them. Each year, millions of animals are drowned or beaten to death in the wild, or gassed or electrocuted in captivity for their coats. Cruelty is one fashion statement we can do without. Please help the animals by joining people for the ethical treatment of animals. 
To find out how you can help, visit furisdead.com or call 757-622-PETA. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. All right, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Maura Davies. Davies, we are continuing our Pet New Year's resolutions for 2023, and we're having a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, But are you there, Jerry? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay. Just yeah, a little fluctuation in the interwebs connection there. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I was it was mid sentence and I was like, rock and roll. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? But I love it. I love the spontaneity and just I don't know. I love being live. It makes life more interesting. And I hope you being enjoy alive, it. It absolutely yeah. does. Being alive and being live on the radio. There's nothing like it. I swear <laughs> it's the best drug in the world. But uh and it's great to have Mora on and talk about treating our pets well and having a better life for ourselves and our pets. And that's kind of what we're talking about today right before you know we had that that uh that break uh in in the music and stuff uh we were talking about heartworm prevention because this is really important Maura, isn't it not to <laughs> skip a month or two like so many people do no never never because especially here in texas because i told i don't know if i got cut off or not if the listeners heard it but i was in the doggy condo last night with the two foster dogs and i was in there vacuuming and touching up and a mosquito was there and i sucked it in the vacuum cleaner but there was a mosquito a big fat mosquito big healthy mosquito (laughs) i just tell you that so what do you want to say about that maura (laughs) yeah mosquitoes give me the willies i just Um, I don't like them. They don't like me or they like me a little too well. Um, (laughs) Vampire flies. Gross. Um, And you know what? They they are food for some wonderful animals. Um, That's their saving grace. They're good food for bats and all. Anyway, so uh, you're right. It's very important to not skip a dose. Um, The uh, heartworm treatment is very expensive and it's painful for the dog. Heartworm can be safe. Fatal, and so it's very important to keep them on heartworm preventive. So get them in, get them tested, get them on that, and you know it's 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 not it's not cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. So and it makes sure your your dog lives a long, healthy life. Yeah, it is. It's important. It is. This is um, uh, slightly on a tangent, but we were just talking about mosquitoes. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of things. First of all, if a mosquito bites you, it's female. Mm-hmm. Oh. Chances are you've never seen a male mosquito. You might have, but chances are you haven't. Look at you, mosquito expert. And (laughs) mosquitoes generally don't travel any further than like a 500-foot radius from where they were born. Really? So if you get stung by, uh, or stung, if you get bitten by a mosquito, they're taking a blood meal so that they can then use that to create eggs so that they can lay there, uh, then go find a male and Mm -hmm. lay an egg wrap and get them fertilized and all that stuff. Wow. So if Hmm. you are being eaten alive by mosquitoes, just like... Look around, and everything within 500 feet of where you got bitten, or, mm. uh, yeah, bitten, you know, knock it over, make sure it doesn't have water in it, um, that kind of thing. That really helps with the mosquito population. Yeah, and Marie had a question. She wanted to refresh around how uh, heartworms, how, how, how they, how, where they come from, oh, yes. <laughs> and how mosquitoes yeah, are well, involved. <laughs> your pets, because it's not just dogs, cats can get them too. Um, also several other uh, animals out there, but mainly focusing on dogs. Um, a dog is infected when it is bitten by a, uh, a mosquito that is carrying the microfilaria. Those are the little itty-bitty, teeny-tiny baby uh, my, uh, heartworms mm-hmm. in their blood meal. So if, if, a, if a mosquito bites a dog that has heartworm, 
that blood has the microfilaria in it, then bites a dog that does not have heartworm, in go the microfilaria, infect that dog. And so what heartworm preventive actually does, it kills the microfilaria, the itty-bitty babies, before they can grow up mm, inside a dog host. There you go. Great explanation. You know, it's New Year's. We know that. And this is so let me ask you this before we go on to our new our New Year's resolutions. Where can people find these recommendations, uh, Maura, at the SPCA.org? Sure can. People can go to SPCA.org. We have um, a a little section up there, a couple different sections. There's one called resources. You can look at pet tips, training, a bunch of stuff. There's a ton of info there. So yeah, Mm, SPCA.org and learn more about us and all our wonderful programs and services because we got a lot going on always. You do, and you do a lot of good work in the community and always have for many, many years. You know, uh, key findings of uh, New Year's resolutions is what I'm looking at in front of me right now. We all make them. We all, most people make them, uh, and we all fail a little bit. It seems that's the case. Only 9% of people successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. Do you uh, have your cheat sheet? Did you guys do your little worksheet, each one of you? Hello? That's a no. (laughs) No? Uh. You didn't do your worksheet? I thought you did, Marie. I did. Yeah. Yeah, your worksheet. And you did not? uh, Maura, did you do yours? I did. You did. I did, too. And you did not, Jerry? Or you did? Well, see, I've only ever made one New Year's resolution that I've kept. Really? Yeah. What is it? I'm dying to know. Not to make any more New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I have to say the one that I've carried with me for years, I still haven't conquered it. I try, but oh my gosh, uh, uh, it's hard. My, so I'll, I'll just start out with this. So uh, this year I will try to really curse less. <laughs> good luck. I'm, I know, I know, good luck. Growing up Italian, okay, growing up in New York, uh, being raised in the restaurant business, you know, having a ton of brothers and sisters, and I don't know, I just, I... I I sometimes I have cleaned it up. I will say that. Um, And I think that comes from habit and practice, being more mindful. But I also like the flavor of you will, if you will, uh, of cursing and telling like a certain joke. Sometimes things are just a little more fun if you use uh, cursing recreationally. And so I think that's my stumbling block. But that's that's what I'm going to try to do less of again this year. But nothing beats a good <laughs> sentence enhancer. I know, right? But uh, go what, ahead, Maura. I mean, uh, Marie. <laughs> wasn't there a study that came out that said that people that um, use uh, swear words the most are the most intelligent? I, I oh think God. so. I that. <laughs> I've heard that, too. Well, there you go. That makes me an go. effing genius. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> Just call me Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Well, I'm definitely creative. I don't know about intelligence, but that's one of the things I want to do more. My priorities this year is to grow intellectually and compassionately. Kind of got the compassion all worked out, but intellectually, I'd like to grow. I think we all need to grow in the new year, but I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about you guys. So who wants to go first? Uh, Marie, what's your, uh, what you're going to try to do I, this year? Okay. So I was just thinking about this. Like they always say, you shouldn't even use the word tribe. We should just say this I year, agree. I will. I will. And maybe that makes you stay with mm. it longer. No, but I wanted to organize my, the way I clean because I feel like my house is dirty all the time and I feel like all I do is clean so I want to focus on a section of my house every week so like the one week is like the kitchen and living room and then I'll go to Mm -hmm. the den and the bathroom and then I'll go to my room and my bathroom and then I'll have a week off 
Do you think it'll work? No. Can't, uh, you never have a week <laughs> off. You never, you're going to have daily chores every single day. I'm actually an expert in operations, keeping restaurants clean and my home. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with a plan for you. How about that? Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, I love to clean, though. I'm one of those weird people that I just love to clean. I'm, 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 I almost think I'm addicted to it, quite truthfully. But what about you, Maura? What will you do this year, not try? What are you going to do? I am going to live in the moment. I, I'm a planner. I love to plan, but I'm going to do more of living in the moment this year. Mm. Live in the moment. That's good. You know what? Uh, we were at a mind. We were last night, uh, and I should have it in front of me, but I don't. We were at a place last night, Marie and I. What is it? The Do you remember? Oh, the, well, it's meditation in Texas, but there's a meditation uh uh, studio, whatever you call Downtown. it, right next to the aquarium, uh-huh. the World Aquarium. Yeah, this so really cool place, that. and it's it's like you can drop by and just you know it's meditation uh, where you just feel like just kind of like a gym except meditation, and they have awesome. regular classes, and you just drop in and become a member. It was really, really cool, and I, I never have done that before in a group setting, and it was amazing. Um, the teacher that led the class had 20 years of experience, and uh, it was absolutely amazing. We meditated for like an hour and a half, if you can believe that. The chairs wow. were real comfortable, and I bought a couple of books, and it was just, it was really, really nice. It was, a, it was fun, but we both want to meditate more in the new year, and I think that's a good goal for everyone, but... Um, Ma- so- oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah. but Maura, so do you mean, sp- are you, is in the moment, like spur of the moment, like do you ever do things like that or is that what you'd like to do no I'm thinking more of um appreciating where I am whether if I'm eating I'm focusing on eating not just you know forking the food and doing six other things or Mm -hmm. yeah or if I if I'm with my child uh, or one of my kids Mm -hmm. one of my kiddos I have a senior who's graduating and um, you know, he's finishing up his last semester of his senior year. And if I, if I don't take the time to make sure I'm living in the moments with him, I've, I'm, I'll miss, I'll miss a lot. So, yeah. 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 I think that's a, I think that's great. And I think all of us are more happy when we do that. That's one of the things that the teacher spoke of last night is being in the mm-hmm. present moment, not looking back, not looking forward, being present in the moment that you're in and enjoying it. And, and, and absorbing all the beauty in that moment, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. and they go, they, I'm an empty nester for the first time officially yesterday, and I'm going wow. to Washington, D.C. I'm actually going to do the show from Washington, D.C. on Monday with more, uh, Mary Holland, but uh, my baby's off to college, and it was a huge transition, a lot of tears. <laughs> Oh. Oh, <laughs> Every day gets is, better, but you. you're going to be there next year, I'm sure. And, uh, and I'll give you some good advice. <laughs> yes. I, it's, it's, it. it's a, it's a new thing. It's a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, for, once you raise children, you forget what it's like to not have, you know, back before you had children, what it was like. And so, you know, uh, and so we all, as you were saying, you're, but you're, you're, you know, you're, you're addressing it now to be present and there's no time like the present to be more mm-hmm. present. <laughs> <laughs> I have have this sign I found years ago, and I usually am not one to hang signs up in my house, but this one I've kept in my kitchen, and I look at it every single day, and it says, today is a gift, that's why they call it the present. I love that. Yeah, that's right, and it is. And as long as you can make that, uh, if you can carry that with you each day and each moment, each hour, each second, you know, you'll be a lot happier in 2023. Uh, and so I'm looking at the clock. We're going to go continue through this. This is fun. And just to be off the cuff like this and just be real. 
you know, be real in 2023. Uh, we'll be right back. More coming up with the team here at One Life Radio and Maura Davies from the SPCA. It is Furbulous Friday. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. Hey, everyone. I have to share a story about how amazing TerraFlora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take TerraFlora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says TerraFlora Advanced Care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about TerraFlora Advanced Care and all the TerraFlora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio, everyone. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Maura Davies, and Marie Early. We're all uh, we're all mic'd up today, and we're talking about New Year's resolutions and going through our own personal list here on our New Year's resolution worksheet. Okay, so I will do more of. Okay, uh, wait Jerry. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 what? wait, what? wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I didn't get to do this year. I will try. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. This year I will try. Jerry. But it's not a, re- a resolution. Oh. Yeah. Remember, he oh, doesn't do Oh, yeah. You don't use res- You don't do them. I don't do resolutions because the root word of resolution is resolute, which means it's ironclad. It's in stone. Gotcha. And if you fail to mm. do it, mm. whereas if you say, these are the things I would like to, you know, try and do in the upcoming All right. year, then you can allow yourself to do your best and maybe not yeah. get everything done yeah. that you wanted to, but at least you tried. Well, I'm never going to not curse, so I'm off the hook. There you go. <laughs> See? Um, if you want to start a savings fund, you can what always get a swear wrong jar. With you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a word you can say on the radio. There are nine dirty words you cannot say on the radio. There's one word that begins with an S and ends in a T, and you can't even spell the whole word, or you'll get like you're in violation. Is right. that correct? But there right? are two words that you can say so long as you don't say them in relation to a body part. What? Oh. But if you're like calling somebody a name using those two words, then oh. they're acceptable. Oh, so you can oh. call somebody a D-I. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if you say it, okay. But if you refer to, But if you're referring to a rooster as that uh, thing, then that is a violation. Mm-hmm. But if you're calling somebody uh, that because they're a jerk. You would think you would think I know this, and I think at one time I did, but I've forgotten it. I think uh, Danny Miles took me through uh, the school, uh, <laughs> the rural school for radio back. Oh my gosh, like almost twelve years ago. So what's the other word, Jerry? I'm I'm so intrigued. Oh, the p word. You can say oh, that on oh. the radio. Yes, so Is... long as you're calling somebody one and not referring to the, the oh. female's anatomy. So I could say you're a pu. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Maura, did you know that all the years you've been on radio with me? But Maura, you're so, know. oh my gosh, you're so <laughs> like, uh, what do I want to say? You're like Queen Elizabeth. You're not going to do Aww. anything wrong. We are not uh, the, amused. The late <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, you're not going to do anything wrong. My goodness. But, uh, but, uh, it's anyway. interesting to know. I didn't Good. realize that, like, I'm going to call it rooster fighting. I'll be a good girl and call it rooster fighting when we have those busts. <laughs> And get those roosters out of that horrific situation. Ah. I just got that. Oh, I just got that too. So it's the C O da da da. Is the I one know. that's just such a saintly, you know, yes. soul. She's just. Well, I thought she's it was so pure. Oh, oh no! Well, <laughs> she has not. Nah, okay, now nah, she's no, she is very pure soul, but you know, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> was the d word she's not a the c fun word. person <laughs> i thought yeah. it was the d word too not the c word i that i didn't even think of that word but when you said um rooster yeah and, okay. okay so can you do the doodle do are you allowed to say the word doodle do oh like, you can cock a doodle do all day oh you can matter of fact that's how you get around that cock a doodle do all right okay all right well good <laughs> good to know this is such fun banter <laughs> jerry's dying to tell us his what do you do? Okay. What oh, are you I, do? I, I'm having fun doing whatever okay. it is that we're doing. This this is my style of uh, talk show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this year, I'm going to try and learn how to cook more things. I, oh. uh, you know, I try and cook, and I'm still a little bit afraid of the kitchen because I'm a bit of a Swedish chef. Ah, what's that? Um, if you've Muppet never seen show. the Muppet Show and watched the Swedish chef cook, <laughs> oh, yes, the 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 kitchen is a wreck. Oh, um, I would but, hate you in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> I can cook a few things, you know. If it's just like placing, you know, meat into fire or potatoes into fire, <laughs> I can do that. Um, and I can make breakfast, and I've got a few other things that I can do, and I can I know my way around a slow cooker. Uh-huh. But you know, I you should. Don't you have should... a whole lot of things that I cook on the reg or that I know how to cook. Uh-huh. And one thing specifically that I would like to learn how to do is bake. Because as far as I'm concerned, that is black magic. That is some voodoo stuff. Really? When Oh, yeah. When you just like mush all this stuff together and then you roll it the little balls and you put it in the oven and cookies uh-huh. come out. Holy yeah. crap. That's awesome. Oh, wow. I could teach you so much, but I'm not cooking anymore. Now that my daughter's off to college, I'm not going to cook. I mean, I'll probably be eating. I mean, seriously, go back to cans of tuna fish or whatever. Uh, <laughs> bags of salad. Uh, I don't know. And I say that, but you know, I really do love to cook. And I am a, truly a great cook. Um, people will tell you, uh, some people will tell you in the family, I'm the best cook in the family. But I, I'm not going to cook very much in the new year. I'm really not. That's one, of, that's one thing I will do less of, along with stressing. It's a lot of work to cook but i'd be happy to give you some tips maybe we have a one life radio party you can come over and watch me uh, cook and clean at the same time when i sit down i'm being very braggadocious right now but i can cook a full meal and when you sit down at the table to eat the whole kitchen's clean because i clean constantly as i go along and mostly do the dishes immediately like rinse them off always have like my my basins there's uh, there's there's a lot of things that i still need to learn how to do yeah. and cleaning well, as practice. you go is one of them but practice specifically makes you know baking my my okay. girlfriend's a wonderful cook and she bakes, and she has replicated my mother's cookies. Oh, nice! That uh, my Ooh. mother invented for me when I was born. Yeah, and um, yeah, I need to That's learn nice. how to do that. Yeah, well. uh, Jerry. When I I thought baking 
was like that too. And when I started making a few things, it's really not that hard. You think they're just these magical things that took forever and are so complicated, but it's really flour and yeah. water. And You've changed sugar. a lot too, haven't you? Yeah. Because when I first met Marie, she could, she would uh, eat Chef Boyardee out of a I can. Know. Okay. I mean, and I, I would still do that. And, and, and I'm like, girl, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta eat better than that. And, but that's one of the things, you know, from yeah. working together on the show, that she's learned a mm-hmm. lot. And she's an excellent cook. She made these walnut, um, walnut things last night when we were at her house. A little snackaroo to, before we went to the meditation place. Just like candied walnuts. Like candied um, walnuts, and they were so darn good. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things you can do. But we've only got about three minutes left. So uh, which one do we want to do last? Or do next? My priorities. I will do last, and we'll each quickly tell. Our thing. What do you think? My yeah. Co- okay. Which one? What do you want to do, Jerry? Well, you can do more and less at the okay. same time. More and less. Okay. Jerry, more? What are you going to do more of and what are you going to do less of? <sighs> That's a hard one. Um, I am going to do more self-care because I have a tendency to put myself last in mm-hmm. the queue when I have other people that I care about that need things. Mm-hmm. And I've told you before that you can't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And no, I need to right. take that advice this year. Yeah. And uh, um, two minute warning, by the way. Yeah. Um, two minute warning. That's okay. prudent. And uh, One word I usually answer, send Jerry. that to her in a text, but she has <laughs> been paying attention to her phone this week. I, um, <laughs> and do, do, do less of, um, I'll have to think about that one. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll circle back to me. All right, we'll circle back. Okay, Maura. Or, or, or Marie. Maura, Maura. Um, I'm going to focus, I'm going to do more uh, balancing in my life, and I'm going to worry less over things I can't control. Yes. Mm, love it. Love that. Love that. Love that. Marie, what about you? More saving, less shopping. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one. That's kind of like one of my uh, my goals this year, too. I, I'm, I can get really lean. I didn't get where I am by not being lean. <laughs> and I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in my spending. Yeah, because we all need to do that. We all have enough stuff, right? We all have enough stuff. Uh, anybody want to say anything? Anybody else want to say anything? I'm going to do less <laughs> worrying about the things that I have control over because I have a tendency to worry about, well, what if it goes this way? Yeah. Yeah, because definitely. I like to plan ahead and I like to have all the contingencies, but there's there's something to be said about learning what might what has the best chance of happening mm-hmm. that you can deal with and what you just shouldn't have to worry about until it gets there. And Absolutely. that's something I need to do. And the present moment. Like Maura said, <laughs> being in the present moment, all of us, stop looking back, stop looking forward. Be where you are when you're there in that moment. That's a great place to end it. Maura, thank you so much. For, for, for being on the show with us today and participating. Everyone, you get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Get out there in 2023 and live it to the fullest. Bye, everybody.